I, you know, I kind of begrudgingly respect just the dedication to not getting better at what you do for a living. <laughs> <laughs> just coast through life. It, it probably shouldn't even happen. Oh, if you got it, you got to flaunt it, uh, acid. You know what? I got a lot of stuff that I don't want to flaunt, so <laughs> I just keep it to myself. Jeremy is really big into the used mattresses. <laughs> I think that's an excellent, excellent deal. He has a used mattress store on the side. <laughs> I'm not going to pull the pants down without the pants down cue. Uh, and we found out that Anthony's friends are all 13-year-old boys. Nice. <laughs> Clay, uh, how you doing? Doing a little more poorly after that terrible, terrible introduction. I was just fine, to be honest with you. <laughs> Hello, sci-fi gangsters. This is the show where we talk about science fiction, video games, and comic books, but really it's just an excuse for me to catch up with my friends and to meet interesting people. I'm Anthony Denar, media scholar and person who's looking forward to, for 2021 to be done, right? And 2022 to be the exact same thing, right? It's going to be, it's, we're already starting over to where we began. It's going to be a fun year, this 2022 but today, we're not talking about the new year. We're talking about the Matrix Resurrections. I almost said the wrong one. I almost said it. Resurrections, Matrix Resurre Resurrections. We're going to review the movie here today. We have our thoughts, right? We have a great panel of people here today to talk about that show. But first, of course, you can always listen to us on YouTube in video format. We're also streaming live on Twitch. Also, you could. There's a podcast version of us, and apparently, people are, are listening to the podcast version. I don't know why, but they are. Listens are going up, so that's fantastic. So uh, definitely check us out on on uh, Spotify as well, or wherever you get your podcasts. Apparently, Spotify now has video. Uh, I, we could just post the video on Spotify now, and you can watch the video on Spotify. I heard that in an advertisement. I don't know if it's true, so we'll just kind of figure that out as we go along. Right. So definitely check us out in all kinds of different formats. Uh, but once again, today we're talking about the Matrix Resurrections today. But first, let's get to our panel of people here today. First, we'll start off with perhaps we need to promote to actually co-host of the show, considering she has been on the show so many times to fill in. Lindsay, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Holidays are wrapping up. I have been a uh, couple more than a couple drinks in so we're gonna see how it goes tonight well fantastic nice. i also have i also have my double uh white claw surge uh here I'm, I'm i'm going to be enjoying that throughout the episode so definitely looking forward to that as well but Lindsay, always good to have you on the show and of course uh definitely good to have all right excellent let's move on to our next uh person here we have md soul you can check him out on twitch and all the other social media platforms as well md how you doing I am stinking awesome, brother. I'm living a good life. Um, my hand is healed up. Last time we talked, my hand was all ate up, but I am almost completely healed. I'm I'm doing well. I'm just I'm just happy. This is the last day of the year, my friend. Fantastic. Now, last time we had you on the show, you had some sort of like I believe it was a cast or some no. sort of like. No, I'm in the army. They don't give us that type of stuff. They give you a bunch of pills. Hey, <laughs> 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 get over it. <laughs> so, I remember you. I do remember that you got hurt. You were playing. Uh, you were playing basketball. The old leather right. BB, call it right. Shooting the right. Jays. Right. And um, yeah, I definitely wasn't Prince. I wasn't shooting the J. It wasn't the Chappelle show. 
and I fell down, hurt my hand, and um, don't play any athletic sports on concrete after the age of 30. I would even <laughs> say 28. Um, I agree with that statement. <laughs> so, just, just enough to make sure your kids don't beat you at anything, but other than that, you know. You're good. Well, it's definitely good to have you, and it's good to, that your wrists are fully healed up, right? Yeah. Excellent. Good to hear. Yeah. Uh, up next is our our next guest here today is Carrie Folks. Carrie, it's been a while since we have you on the show, but definitely good to have you here. How you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, I'm so ready for this year to be over, and we can <laughs> uh, perhaps start fun things next year. We'll mm. see. We'll see. Now, Carrie, last time we had you on, we did a review show with you. I believe what we talked about, we talked about the zombie movie. I already forgot the name of the title. What was the name of the title that we did? Uh, was it the new Dawn of the Dead? It was like there was the Zack Snyder zombie film. Yeah. It was horrible. It's a horrible film. You're making me watch. <laughs> really upset with you. Are we going to have the same opinions on the Matrix Resurrections? Are we going to? I don't know. We'll find it. You'll, oh. you'll find it today. <laughs> and of course, the producer of the show. We couldn't do this show quite literally. We could not do this show because I'm not going to figure out how to do all this. We could not do this without Acid. Acid Train, how you doing? I'm doing phenomenal, man. It has been a great day. I've streamed over 10 hours today. I literally ended the stream and started this thing. And... We, I'm gonna have a, uh, I'm actually gonna stream uh, immediately after this for a New Year's Eve special. So um, we're having we're having a good time. So it's uh, it's Halo all night, baby. It's Halo all night. Now, me and Acid, of course, have been getting a lot of uh, bonding time together. We've been playing. Now, this is the first time that me and Acid ever really played video games together. Now he's a PC guy. We played NCAA together when you were. Oh, that's right. A long yeah, time a long ago. Time that, ago. Was, yeah. that was a very, very long time ago, right? Yeah, that was a long time ago. But yeah, we, before we did the, that. Before, but now we've been playing some Halo. It's been nice. Definitely playing, having a lot of fun playing Halo, getting that teamwork going, right? Going after that gravity hammer. That's right. That's, that energy sword. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. That, that, I'm telling you, that grapple, <laughs> that grapple hook shot with the, with the energy sword is broken like it that is. is just yeah it is yeah it is the most so. satisfying so much fun though <laughs> so great it is fun it is so fun all right excellent so good so let's go ahead and get to our show here today uh like we do every episode we we catch up with each other first now it's been a while since we've done an episode we did several of those you know board game episodes that we did Lindsay, you were a part of one of those right mm-hmm. we played a board game have a lot of fun but this is our first show in a long time so we, we like to catch up with each other. We talk about what's new. And of course, I have so much to talk about, but what I'm going to do is I'm just going to focus on one thing. And yes, I have to show <laughs> my hot toy. I got to show this baby. This, Hang like, on. This let, is, me, let me zoom in real this quick. Is so, right. This is phenomenal, right? Look at that. Look, That's look Robert Downey Jr. in my house. So this, this yeah. actually thing, this is just a quick little 10-second review of this thing. It's actually pretty heavy. Like it's got some good weight to it. There you go. It's die cast plastic combination it's here. It's all you right now. Go ahead. It can't. It got. It's got like uh, so like some some attachments there. You can kind of put. And of course, it's got batteries in here, so the it lights up. The only thing that's annoying about this is in order to light him up, I have to take things off and turn all the switches on and put them back on and then just show them. So and you I'm have not to take his clothes off to turn them on. 
Oh, I'll, I'll most nice. Well done, CJ. Well done. <laughs> I guess you're I welcome. can do. I'll do this. I'll <laughs> take off that. his back. <laughs> and that's why you're <laughs> my favorite streamer. That's <laughs> All right, so here you go. So as you can see here, he, he lights up a little bit. I did have to take his back off just to get that part, but he does. He's got lights all over him. Uh, but really, it's this face sculpture. This what, this is why I'm I'm so obsessed. With because it kind of favors you a little bit there. It oh, he does. does look a bit, does kind of look a bit, a little bit right there. Just my yeah, I think you're more handsome, but you know it is what thank it is. You. So, thank you, MD. Thank don't, you. Hey, don't give wife. him a bigger head than he's already I'm got. I'm telling you, okay. this is why we have MD on the show. <laughs> you, you got, you got, you got to help him, man. You, you, you you nobody gotta, give him yeah, no props. Yeah, I got to give him some props. And this one is another prize possession oh, here. Hang on. This, this, is, this is my in-game Thor hot toy coming with it with both his, uh, his, his hammer and axe there. But uh, very happy. With this purchase, I actually waited uh, a year for this Thor to come. Nice. Out. Oh my. But there goodness. you go. So I'm I'm pretty excited about the both of those uh, to, to join my Captain America action hot toy back there. If you're not familiar with yeah. hot toys, they're actually very uh, expensive. Hot. They're very hot. And they take and they take yes. a long time to get to your house once you order them. So except for Iron Man. The Iron Man was quick. Apparently, he was kind of already in stock. So I was like, you know what? All I got to do is throw down this 420 bucks, and he'll be in Iron my, Man in my house. Iron Man is a loser, and nobody wants him. That's why. Okay, well, fantastic. There you go. Mm, mm. But, uh, you see, you're going to pick fights today, too, acid. <laughs> but the Hot Toys came in. I'm pretty excited, but I'm already looking at the next ones. I saw there's a, a Batman-Superman combination that I'm looking at right now. I'm pretty, I don't know. Maybe I need to, you know. But anyway, so uh, definitely excited about that. That's, that's all I want to talk about today. I'm okay. going to talk about my... And we can end the show. All right. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll move on to uh, we'll move on to MD Soul. MD, what's new? Um, uh, I got a few things. There, there. So, well, I want to start off first with the, the one thing that I was extremely excited about. A friend of mine came up with his um, own card-based game. It's called Mermaid Mayhem. And he has it on Kickstarter, and it really? just got into the mail oh, right there. Yeah. And okay. it's 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 tons of fun. Um, <clears throat> I liked it. He drew it all. He drew it all himself. Um, each one nice. of the cards. It's just freaking amazing. Um, I love it. His name is Daniel Hooker Art. He's on Twitch. He's on YouTube. He's on all that stuff. So that that's one thing. Um, the next thing, I'm in the halfway part of my mobilization. So I'm almost done with being away from the wife and kids and all that good stuff. And then um, the holidays, uh, that was that was okay. I was by myself, but that's fine. Sometimes it's a good thing to be by yourself because it makes the heart grow fonder of your family. Sometimes you're like, yo, I'm tired of the kids, but you know, um, I, I actually miss them. So what I'm doing when I get, um, when I, in, for January, when I visit home is we're going to the Royal Rumble with oh, WWE right. St. Oh, Louis, yeah. Missouri. I'm super excited about that. So I can do the countdown with my kids. Nice. I'm all about the experiences with the with the kids right now. And then uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything else major that has happened? It's just a whole bunch of movies. Just MD, the, so if you're MD, if you're a wrestling fan, I have to ask you because one thing recently that I've been kind of getting really into recently mm -hmm. is AEW and everything yes. AEW is doing. AEW Are you a fan great. of AEW? Are you a fan of anything all the stuff they're doing? I, I, absolutely. All right. And here, and here's the reason why, because they're making wrestling great again. You know, um, so, <laughs> and, and I'm, I'm being a little funny there, but it's like, they, they <laughs> are one of the best shows 
out there. Oh, <laughs> well, there we go. Got <laughs> trouble pressure going on. Yeah, yeah. Excellent. So, so he, so AEW. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say it real fast so we don't get too far down the rabbit hole because I can talk about wrestling all day freaking long. But it's it's good. It's good competition. For every McDonald's, you need a Burger King. For every Pizza Hut, you need a Domino's. And WWE didn't have competition for a very long time. And AEW is that competition that they need. However, they need to do a little bit more homegrown type things like MJF and a couple other guys that are Kenny Omegas and stuff like that. Um, instead of grabbing all these WWE guys because it's like, I don't want the same product I want a different product altogether because that's why I'm coming here. That's why you don't have the Big Mac over there at Burger King. You have the Whopper instead. That's right. So, so I was recently I was recently introduced to MJF. You know, obviously when CM Punk came over to AEW, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm gonna right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start watching this. Mm-hmm. And I started getting introduced to all these uh like Darby Allen, which yeah. I'm not really that big fan of Darby Allen. But anyways, uh and then but MJF. My goodness, he, he is, is by far the best. Fantastic, heel, best. Like he, he, he's like I thought. Like I'm a fan of anybody that's a heel, and the Miz is one of my one of my favorites. Randy Orton, Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, heel version of Shawn Michaels. I'm I'm just a fan of heels. MJF has nuclear heat on him. I mean, it, and he's playing it so well. Even his parents has the "my son is an asshole" signs when they come to the shows. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy is freaking amazing. I, I I love to hate him. I thoroughly enjoy hating him. And um, I don't even hate him. I don't. No, that, I don't that's, that's kind of. That's I kind don't of even hate there. him. Right, right. It's just you're just doing like Rick Rude. Rick Rude was just mm, look at my look at me. Look at your husband. Don't you wish um, your husband was me? Type stuff. He wore he wore Macho Man Randy Savage's wife's face on his crotch. It was airbrushed like that. It bring a lot of heat, and MJF is doing very similar stuff, and I love it. Yeah, fantastic. Actually, I'm glad we got. I'm glad I got to talk about somebody about AEW because I don't really have a lot of people to talk to about AEW. But oh, recently, oh, been- oh yeah, oh yeah, you can come talk to me anytime you want to. We can go back and forth all day. Well, fantastic, excellent. Uh, well, let's go ahead and get to Carrie. Uh, Carrie, what's new with you? Uh, not a whole lot. I finished my master's this past Nice! Dude. Great! Congratulations. Welcome to the club. Thank Let's you. go. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I plan to put it to work, hopefully, uh, in the near future. I've been writing a lot. Uh, I used to write a whole lot. Now I'm writing. I With all this free time I have. <laughs> writing. <laughs> Tons of free time. That's all you get. Tons of it. So uh, I'm thinking this year... Well, next year, well, in a couple of hours, uh, gonna release a book, hopefully. Okay. Oh. Nice. Fantastic. Now, is that will, will that be a children's book? book? <laughs> no, no. Oh, not a children's book. Okay. Well, that's good. Read what I write. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, just ma- mainly a collection of you know short stories, poems, stuff like that. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, I actually got uh, an idea from a friend of mine who wants me to voice record some of her fan fiction. So we're gonna gonna jump okay. into that type so, of fan fiction. Yeah, uh, again, uh, not for children. <laughs> fan fiction. Not a children's <laughs> book, CJ. <laughs> not a, not a children's book. Good. So, Excellent. Uh, go go ahead and uh, promote the, the. Where do we? Where can we get this book? Yeah, we'll see it. 
Uh, well, it'll be on Amazon. Uh, really? Okay, everything nice. will be attached to my name, Carrie Folks. So whatever, cool. whatever. Yeah. So after the show, you guys, you'll be able to click that link in the description after Anthony throws it on there. So make sure awesome. you send all that stuff to Anthony. We'll get all that stuff in the description below um, as soon as the video goes repeat. So yeah, for sure. Exactly. Fantastic. Yeah. Excellent. Well, good to have you on, Carrie. We'll get your opinion on Matrix Resurrections here in a second. Up uh, next, we have Lindsay. Lindsay, what's new? Hey, not a whole lot. Um, I guess since we are showing off stuff, I will say I got a gift from a friend uh, that I am absolutely in love with. So I don't collect the really expensive stuff. I collect Funko Pops, uh, specifically oh, nice. very cool. nice. female female character Funko Pops and horror Funko Pops. Um, however, this is the first that doesn't match either of my collections. And it's just, it's too cute. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin, oh, nice. Wow. Oh, and it's like not coming through because of the Zoom filter. But Steve <laughs> Irwin with ben, with uh, Sue, the dog. Because you see him with the gators all the time. But oh, if yeah. you, anybody watched like Steve Irwin, I, that dog was on like every single episode. Um yeah. And so it was it was a gift that I've been like I'm putting on a nice like premiere spot on my shelf now. Um and it it's yeah. Nice to remember the Irwins sometimes. Uh one of those oh, nice wholesome indeed. things that a lot of us grew up with or or spent time with. Um but other than that, <clears throat> I will say that that video game or not the video the board game thing that you uh had me on a week or two ago uh has prompted me to buy that game oh wow not here okay. yet but wow. i did okay. buy it um it, it was it was funny enough and it was easy enough to pick up that like i can i can get it to other friends um and yeah the that, sheriff sheriff nottingham is one of those games where it's fun when you play with serious gamers, but it's also fun playing with just like your friends and family because yeah. it's yeah. a very mm -hmm. concept. Yeah, yeah like and, Settlers uh, of Catan is like that too. Yes. Since a lot of my friends yes, are uh, really into, um, you know, tabletop RPG, that's where most of my friends are are originated from. We became better friends after that. Like it's we like to bullshit each other a lot, and so it's a it's a good uh, game to, uh, you know see how well we can read each other at this point <laughs> nice. um but yeah other than that uh most of my games have been on a holiday break but we're starting back up uh here this coming week really strong um and this i'll have four or five tabletop role game role playing games that i'll be playing and streaming regularly um by the end of january and then uh other than that i'm Gotten sucked back into fucking Assassin's Creed Valhalla. That's like a never-ending game, I swear to God. Um, every time I think I'm done, there's more stuff coming out because there's another giant DLC coming out. Odyssey or Valhalla, which is your which is your go-to? Which which Valhalla. which is better? Really? See, yeah. I would go with Odyssey. Well, what? Black Flag, get out of here! No, please. I do Black like flag. Black Flag. Black but for me, it's it's awesome. like Odyssey's Valhalla, the then Origins, then Black Flag. I don't. I, to me, Greek is just Greek and yeah, Roman is just like so Up overdone. Nope, y'all are both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, Asa look, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was the best Assassin's Creed in the entire series. 
Have you played the crossover mission for Valhalla yet? Neg not yet. I, don't, I have them both, but I haven't played the crossover yet. Yeah, so they just introduced that, and then they're preparing for a massive, like, absolutely massive DLC that's going to be coming out here shortly. That's Ragnarok, I think. And uh, so I, I decided so to go back and, like, kind of start replaying some portions of it to try to remember what's going on. And that game is such a time sink. I forgot. It's, I mean, it's, all time it, sinks. Yeah. it's an yeah. enjoyable yeah. one. I don't realize how much time has passed while I am playing it, yeah. but good lord. They need a Grand Theft Auto Assassin's Creed crossover to get you that much sucked in. Oh, God. Much more sucked in. <laughs> oh my no, goodness. Please, that would be an amazing game. Uh, no. <laughs> right, and yeah, that's, that's what's been going on with me. Excellent. A uh, little bit of debate on what the best Assassin's Creed uh, uh, franchise or uh, whatever, not episode. Games. <laughs> They're games. Anthony is speechless now. was the name. Okay. Well, what do you think? Post your comment below. All right. So uh, moving on to uh, acid. What's new with you? Oh man. Well, if you'll just give me about forty-five minutes, I can tell you exactly oh, no. what's right. No, okay. I won't do that to you. Um, I have also received an amazing holiday gift, which was Sheriff of Nottingham as well. Uh, my youngest daughter, who is 10, absolutely loves this game. Oh. <laughs> she is addicted to this game. And not only is she addicted to that game, but she's also addicted to Munchkin. She loves oh, yeah. Munchkin. Um, so we have been playing Munchkin, and we've only played a couple of games of Sheriff, but the family loves it. We've been having a good time with it. Um, but other than board games, I have purchased, um, because it came out about a week and a half ago, for PC, Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, which, mm, that's a whole other episode in itself. <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. Absolutely. To give you my quick review, uh, graphics, amazing. Uh, score, like the musical score, absolutely great. Um, all the little bonus, like or I would say bonus. I would call them stretching out the backstory. Fantastic. Yes. I yes. love the stretching out of the backstory. The, the two, I will give you the two major issues I have with this game. One, the battle system blows. Boom! Thank you. The battle system that. blows and the summon materia blows because I can't yeah. use it whenever I want to. So right. everything else is amazing cool. with this game. Like voiceovers are great. Like they did a fantastic job with the the voice actors and all that stuff. The battle system is absolute hot garbage. So, so the question is, mm -hmm. with you disliking the battle system, will you get future remakes sure absolutely yeah absolutely because the story is that good i'm hoping they change it this is what this is what i'm hoping for final fantasy 7 remake i'm assuming we're on disc one okay mm -hmm. disc two if they want to and now i have not i haven't finished it yet get you know so i haven't i've actually i got the the epic launcher version so i got the final fantasy 7 remake integrate so I haven't played the Wu-Tai stuff yet with Yuffie and all you know all that stuff. So I don't know if that system is the same or not. What I'm hoping, crossing my fingers, is with either Disc 2 or Disc 3, because you know how Square Enix loves to change up their battle systems and all kinds of stuff. I'm hoping they'll just, 
you know, with the grind because how disc one was so linear with everything and there's mm-hmm. not a whole lot of exploration and stuff with it. I'm hoping go, kind of go back to the Final Fantasy 15 uh, style of I'm really hoping they'll just go yeah. back to like turn based, you know, menu system that would be really nice. at the end, you know, like if that's the case, I'm okay with it. Like I'm not mad at this, and honestly, the battle system on this one would be so much better if I could zoom out my camera about three times as much because I can't see anything. Like I can't, Mm -hmm. I can't enjoy it. But they thought they were going to do like dot hack, and it's just not. Yeah, and they're just not doing it. Like even a star ocean, like that would have been okay, Mm -hmm. but they didn't. And I'm see star online. Very, very disappointed in the battle system on this one. So, fantastic. Acid is, uh, he's disappointed with the, the, the battle system of Final Fantasy. His kids are addicted to uh, Sheriff of Nottingham. I'm have, addicted to love. But I have but, maxed uh, out my Halo battle pass. So hey, join hey, us. Hey. Join us, Good Anthony, job. in maxing out the Halo Good battle job. pass. First of all, <laughs> you stepped on my joke of I'm addicted to love. Oh. So I'm not going to accept that. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was a solid addicted to love joke. Might as well face it. Anyway, well so well, we'll 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 go ahead and move on to very quickly my favorite segment of the show and arguably everybody else's least favorite segment of the show, and that is <laughs> is this meme funny? Is this, is this meme, meme funny? Okay. I uh, I sent the memes to everybody. Uh, Lindsay, you also have the meme as well, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. And here's the here's the rule of the show. Uh, someone has to explain the meme for our listeners. What well, the the meme right now? Which one are we doing right now, Acid? Uh, I will explain this one. This is the uh, Ben Affleck uh, J Lo meme. Um, okay. This is I'm going to explain this the only way. I know. They can't see you, by the way. Um, (laughs) that that I only know how to explain this. So the meme, and for the audible people, is uh, J-Lo and Ben Affleck. Of course, Ben Affleck is whispering into J-Lo's ear, I ordered some more hot toys. And then right below it, it's J-Lo looking very upset upset (laughs) um, that this happened. And uh, Ben Affleck... um, kind of looking away but anyway so this meme is a i would call it a close to home meme it is uh this would be a close to home meme for anthony because okay now they can see you anthony um with all of the daggum toys that he has ordered such as his iron man as he's showing right now his thor that he has yeah, yeah. Um, that all, yeah. So I, I, I definitely have that same problem. I have constantly on my stream. I do shopping uh, with with the community, and yeah. and I'm always like, don't tell my wife. Yeah, you are. Moments, you know. So and, how many? Um, uh, let me ask you, CJ. How many fight sticks do you actually own? Give me a number. I'm 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 in the upper teens right the upper now. Upper teens, I, I, so close it, to twenty. And I'm okay. almost willing to say I'm I'm saying that now because I think it's really twenty three. But I'm gonna say it's <laughs> upper teens. <laughs> you got your hot sticks. I got my hot toys. Hot sticks. Hot sticks. Oh, you have your fight sticks. Oh, I have hot sticks. <laughs> Please not the hot sticks. There are no hot sticks. <laughs> I mean, it, it all lines up. Hot sticks, hot toys. Hot I mean, potato, potato. Same. It's all, it's all, it's all the same. And so I told my wife, like, either, either you let me buy this stuff, or I'm out there in the streets, 
entertaining all those ladies out there that are easily entertained. So entertain me at home or I'm going to entertain in the streets. And she's like, I want neither. I'm like, you got to pick one. All right. So MD, we'll go ahead and start with you. Is this meme funny? Yes or no? Yes. And um, because this, this is definitely something that I will text my wife and, and followed by a voice, an audio voice text to her because I have iPhone and the, the text, all it is is, <laughs> and that and that and that's it. And she immediately calls me. Is like, don't send me that crap again. And so, so okay. yes, it's it's hilarious because I know how to trigger my wife. There's one vote for funny, <laughs> Lindsay. We're going to you. Is this meme funny? Uh, not particularly. <laughs> Fair enough. No. Excellent. There's one vote for no. One vote for yes. Carrie, is this meme funny? Yes. Okay. Yes, wow. It's funny, but uh, right. not not the hot soy specifically. I just sub out what I buy, which is basically K-pop albums. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by, by the way, if I hear one more of that K-pop song in that YouTube advertisement for Google, I am going to stab myself in the eye. Am I the only one that gets that that commercial every time I go onto YouTube? I'm, I, I'm I, I have I have I have YouTube Prime. Yeah, so I do too. Up, so I don't watch ads so, on YouTube. I'm, <laughs> I'm telling step, you, step your game up. <laughs> you need to pay your extra money and you not pay watch this. Fair enough. He's buying the hot toys. That's your own fault. You know where my money's going. <laughs> He's buying the hot, hot toys. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so acid is this meme funny? It's only funny because it's you. Okay, that is the <laughs> only reason it's funny. <laughs> Because I think every other text I get is, I just ordered another Marvel superhero. (laughs) (laughs) And I think, let's see, I think it all is posted on Twitter. Because I don't see, do you post this on Twitter? I I post it on Instagram and Facebook. Oh, okay. So, all right. I got you on Twitter. I don't got you on Instagram. Okay. I have I'll, I'll, post, I'll start posting all my hot toys on Twitter. Don't, right now. don't worry, it. CJ. I get it all on text message. So I will send you my phone number so I can see it also. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't get all a lot right, of Facebook ahead. notifications from Anthony, but the ones that You're I welcome. have gotten in recent is, but has been about that fucking action. Gosh. <laughs> oh, She's that, you're upset. Candace, Candace is here. Your wife is here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, she's probably like. Right. She just, no, she just heard so you talk about buying all your fights. Yeah, your I, I, blame, I blame it on the kids. That's what's. That's the good thing about having three sons. I just blame it on them. I'm like, oh, it's for them. It's like, hey, son, them. watch this. That's no, it's not your turn yet. Let me show you something. It's okay. By the way, this was my wife's idea because she keeps saying, "Why you keep buying all this cheap stuff? Just save your money and buy the big stuff." Like, okay, all right. Is I'm that doing, not I'm, the big stuff? I'm not gonna just be a disobedient to you, babe. It's true. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the next meme. That one was certified uh, funny. This next meme is this. Uh, so uh, who wants to describe this one? Uh, anyone? MD, you want to describe this one? Um, I, 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 think, I think so. So let, I'll quickly go over this real, real fast. The three stages of life. So the first one, we have Wolverine. Um, first relating to uh, was, you know, Wolverine. It, it, it's the angry phase, right? Then you have the second phase relating um, that's the Cyclops, you know, and then you have the third uh, relating to Magneto. So there, there's there's the for this is how I take this one. Right. So you have Wolverine, you're young. 
I wouldn't say naive, naive per se, because Wolverine is a naive guy, but you're really, really aggressive, right? You're a really, really aggressive dude. And, and you, you're, you're really green and you're just ambitious, right? And then you start learning things um, as Cyclops. And uh, as Cyclops, you know, he's very um, well-rounded. He, go, he goes, plays by the rules. He says, hey, I'm four mutants. But then, the, but then there's the other side of good. You know, there's, there's a, you know, hey, I'm going to kill a spider. But at the same time, I understand that I need spiders because their webs catch bugs. That's Magneto. So he's the other side of saying, hey, mutants are, um, it's a, uh, mutants are a good thing, but we need, to, we need to let the world know that we as mutants are better than you. But that's not the way you should look at it. And as adults, uh, as I'm adulting here, um, <clears throat> um, I feel the same way. There's a more sinister look on life, and I'm not as optimistic as Cyclops anymore. I'm a little bit more sinister, like Magneto. Uh, so um, would I say this meme is funny? Funny? It, no, no, no. It's, it, it, I think they missed the mark just a little bit, just a little bit there. But mm -hmm. you know, I can I can see some humor, but for me, it missed it. All right, very good, Lindsay. Is this meme funny? Yeah, I don't know. That it's funny, but it's relatable. I think that's right. where it is. Yes, and then, like that's like you know you have like two flavors of memes. You have the memes that are made to be funny, and then you have yes. the memes that are made to be relatable. And so I think this one's in that second category. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. with you on that. Excellent. Uh, Carrie, is this meme funny? Oh, no, I think Lindsay's right. It's very relatable. Yeah, it's very relatable. You start off with that. Uh, life is one way, and then you, you live through 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even matter if you're an adult yet. You just live through right. 2020. <laughs> right, exactly. Most All babies right. came out with gray hair. Acid is this meme funny? Right. Is this meme funny? No, um, it's <laughs> it's also not relatable for me. So, I uh, you know I I live my life carefree. You know. I so just, you're saying you're not young and rebellious at one point, and then you start getting older, and you're kind of you side more with Cyclops because he's the leader no. and he has responsibilities, and then you get to a certain age where you're just like, I just want to kill everybody. Yeah, no, that, I, don't, uh, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't follow that at all. Acid That's, Train is a hippie, and the only reason why he has clothes is because this is live and people can see him. That's true. That's a, <laughs> I would, I buy gaming clothes. That's, that's <laughs> and, and failing, and failing gaming clothes, by the way. Like, <laughs> that's even more, that's more hipster. That's right. more gaming history. I've got You're my, right. dude, I had so much high hopes for Fallout 76, and it turned out I to bomb. I think a lot of so people did. We did. And I go, I bought this shirt before the game came out, so that's, yeah. Shows All you right. how hipster I am. It's not as bad as Cyberpunk, but we're not going to go well, that that concludes, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that concludes our favorite segment of the show, as Is This Meme <laughs> Funny, where we waste Least favorite. 10 <clears throat> minutes Good. Looking at some really bad memes. All right, so let's, let's move on to the final segment of the show, the, the, the segment that everybody came here to listen to. Probably, I don't know. Yep. Hot maybe or not, came, here we go. <laughs> maybe you came for my, the, my humor, like, like the addicted to, to love joke that I did before. Look, I bring the funny, right? Uh, so uh, today our segment is uh, Matrix Resurrections. Is it the greatest movie of all time? Is it the worst movie of all time? Is it somewhere in between? We'll go ahead and talk about that. So the way that we'll be structuring this discussion 
this conversation. It's not a debate. We're not, no one's trying to win or lose. We're all on the same team here, right? So we're going to have a conversation about the Matrix of Resurrections. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll each take a turn. We'll, we'll, we'll mention three things that we want to talk about. It could be three things we liked. It could be three things that we didn't like. It could be a mixture of the, of the, of the combination there. But that's, what we'll, that's kind of how we'll order this. We'll structure, mm -hmm. right? It's the, it's the framework, Acid. That's fair. Okay. All right, so let's go ahead and begin. Frame it. I'll go ahead and begin with my uh, number one. And I want to start off with something that intrigued me about Matrix Resurrections. Uh, do I feel like it was successful? No, in terms of what intrigued me about it. But what I did definitely enjoy at the beginning of the film was the meta commentary, right? I get it. I, I, I understand sort of like the fun jabs at, you know, we're referencing the Matrix in the film. We're referencing the fact that Warner Brothers wants to make a sequel when the creator doesn't want to make a sequel. I get it. That's kind of fun, right? They're continually showing clips from the first Matrix as this sort of like uh, meta commentary on sort of like it, the, the, the pressure of making sequels. And I kind of, I, I was kind of getting into it a little bit. At first I was like, is it, is this just a parody of the matrix? Is this, is the director, obviously the director is the same director who, who directed all three or one of the directors that directed all three of the matrix films. So when I was watching, technically it's not, film, what was that? He, ch he changed himself. So technically right, so it's a, not it's a gender a swap. Yeah, right, so, exactly. so it's not the same person technically. So, so technically it's not the same. I guess you could say that. But anyway, so what I did like about uh, the the beginning of the film, and I did I did hear a lot of negative reviews about the film. So when I was watching the the first hour, I was like, "Wait, is this film actually going to be really good? Like, is it going to be one of those films where it's 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 making a commentary on uh, on sort of like the pressures of having to make a sequel that you don't want to make? Like, is she purposely making a bad film?" as sort of like this meta commentary. And I was kind of getting into it. I was like, okay, this could be sort of interesting if this is the direction you want to go. And then halfway through, she abandons it, right? And then it becomes just a, a normal sequel to The Matrix. What would have been really interesting is if The Matrix actually wasn't real. Then that would have been far more interesting of a film. People would have hated it. <laughs> I know people would have hated it, but could you imagine if the director had the guts to make a film where I don't know, no, the matrix was never real. And this guy's just crazy. Like, <laughs> like Batman, that, that that Batman been, story. That would have been a, 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 a very unpopular film, but it would have been far, far more interesting than the film that we got in my opinion. So, so halfway through, the director completely abandons that idea and it does become sort of like this generic sequel, uh, sort of like this reboot slash continuing of a story that already had an ending, but we're going to go ahead and just have this story where they're remade because we want them to come back. There was a lot of things that I did like in at the end, but I will say one of the things that I did find so intriguing about the film is like the beginning where like, it was like this meta commentary on, you know, mentioning the matrix, mentioning Warner brothers, like all this kind of stuff, kind of almost like it was like a parody and, and, and taking jabs at the audience. I thought that was kind of interesting. And if she, if the director would have continued that, I think it would have been a far more interesting film or just don't do it. 
Like, if you want to do a sequel, do the, if you want to do like a reboot, do the reboot. Don't give us all this kind of cutesy stuff uh, unless you want to go like all in with the cutesy stuff. So that's kind of my, my first thing I want to talk about there uh, with the Matrix Resurrections. All right, uh, so we'll go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, MD. You have something so, to say? So, all right. So I, I, so I guess this is where we get this arguing and stuff because I don't think, I don't think it was that to me, this, the movie was a love letter to the fans. You know, if you're not a fan of the Matrix, then you're not going to enjoy it. So this is where I bring my Star Wars reference in here, because if you really think about what Star Wars is, it has a whole lot of plot holes. It's just it's a sci-fi fantasy that, you know, people just latched onto because of nostalgia. That's why the other the Phantom Menace and all those other prequels, they were just like, eh. it, 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 the reception of those prequels were like, eh. especially Jar Jar Binks. Nobody likes Jar Jar Binks. So 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 now you come to the Matrix. If you're a Star Wars fan and you're knocking the Matrix, get out of here. Because people like myself, that's like, yo, I'm all in. You know, it's not it's a sci fi show, but it's granted. It's not about space, but it's still sci fi. I picked the Matrix over Star Wars any day. So for me, you wrote, they wrote me a love letter and saying, hey, I appreciate you and thank you very much. I do understand all the meta and all the other references, but they pulled in. Uh, they pulled in a whole lot of things that made me go, yes, thank you. And I'll leave it right there until we go on to the next part. So in your face, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll, we'll go ahead and we'll, we'll make this MD's segment too. So if you okay. does anyone want to sort of like reply to what MD say? I want to hear what he has to say next. Yeah, go ahead, MD. Yeah, can, we'll I, want, I want to hear your number one. Let's hear it. So, so my, my, my biggest, my biggest thing on this is that it's, it's a, it's a setup, you know, um, I, I, I really enjoy, there was a lot of dialogue in the front part. Now the thing, and, and that's my number, that's really my number one of the part that I did dislike about the movie, even though I enjoyed it because matrix isn't the matrix isn't super duper heavy in dialogue. So there was a whole bunch of building of characters and really catching you up just in case you didn't go and revisit all the Matrix movies. So there was a lot of buildup that was there when really, I think the focus shouldn't have been on Neo. It should have been on the, um, what's her name? I totally forget, totally, I'm Brandy. going blank. Trinity? No, 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 no. Young lady oh. with blue hair. Bugs? Bugs. Derek, Bugs, Bugs, Derek, yes, Bugs, yes. The focus should have been on her and telling the story of how she found Neo. He, he emerges. And then right off the back, they keep they start, you know, kicking butt, you know, uh, because that's how the original movie started. It's like, all right, here's the setup. All right, pow, 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 pow. Now, now we're doing the thing. There was only there was two fight scenes technically. Um, uh, I'm, I don't want to give away the movie just in case some of the audience hasn't seen uh, the movie. But we'll, we'll, we'll um, go spoilers. This will be full spoilers. Go ahead and go spoil. Okay, yeah, so yeah. so you know you have you have the fight scene in the big beginning with bugs. I don't count that. You know, that's not really a fight scene. Again, it's nostalgia. It's a revisit. And they're trying, they're just giving you bits and pieces to catch you up. Hey, this isn't Trinity. This isn't that. All right. So it's like, cool. That's what's up. And then we have the classic, you know, Morpheus versus Neo fight and a revisit to that. It's like half of a fight, you know, it, that doesn't count. And then you just have this one big fight and shoot, it was closer to the more towards the end of the movie where that big fight was. And then 
they stopped fighting altogether. And I was like, well, that's the reason why I love the Matrix so much is because of the 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 new scenes. But they made fun of themselves with like bullet time. We need a new bullet time. There was no bullet time. They te they teased us with it. But I di I did not like that. I, again, we got new characters. We got new people in the movie. Focus on them. And if you're not going to do that, you know, do very similar to the Terminator, Ter Terminator movies. Immediately bring in the star of the show and have them what they do. They did it with Arnold Schwarzenegger, Terminator 2, Term all the Terminator movies. He just comes in, starts blowing people's kneecaps off. You know, I think they should have done that. But I, By the way, I do so, like it. Yeah. So Bullet Time was never mentioned in the movies. Bullet Time was a name given by film right. critics to describe yes. the, what the they effect. did. Right. Right. So it's weird that a the, the character would mention bullet time. Bullet time, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which also sort of points to this, like, once again, if the director was going to, is, is playing with like the diegetic boundary, right? If you may, right? So like the, right. the, the film world and then the outside world, the audience world, if the director was playing <clears throat> with that boundary by mentioning bullet time, she wasn't doing enough. Like it wasn't right. it needed to be more. If you like, were if, if, if you if you know what you are, just go ahead and let them know. Say, hey, I know what I am. Like South Park knows what it is. Or Deadpool, he knows what he is, and he breaks the fourth wall all the time. And being being this movie needed to be a little bit more self-aware all outright, you know, versus like, oh, we're gonna tiptoe around and beat around the bush, letting you know that we know what's going on. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's it's again, especially with I, I was pleasantly surprised with, I thought Neo was going to be a movie movie actor because remember um, Cypher, he was, he was saying, when you put me back into the matrix, make me famous. I want to be a movie. I want to be a movie star, blah, blah. I thought that was what they were going to do that with Neo. So that, that took a spin, but him being a programmer, that's when I was like, I don't know. You, hmm. you should have went all out to let us know, you know, that you know what you are. That's what I think. All right, excellent. Lindsay, we'll go ahead and get to your number one. What do you got? I guess I'll, I'll go with one of the things I was talking about. It's kind of in the same vein that we're talking about right now. Because to me, I do see how it was a acknowledgement of the fans, but I don't necessarily wouldn't rest wouldn't necessarily say that it's like a love letter to the fans. It's an acknowledgement for liking the characters and thanking you. But to me, it reads as a like almost a commentary on us not letting characters die. Mm. You know, this incessant need to continue rebooting and continue to get trilogies and like Luke Skywalker. Who said? Yeah, that? I mean, I, I'm only the one of the first ones that like says that there's with how they handled the uh, sequel trilogy storyline wise it pisses me off right i think right. i've been i think i've said it on this podcast several times like that last movie there if they changed a few specific plot points just right. like two or three of them mm -hmm. and not made it so skywalker focused exactly it would have been phenomenal but um i mean me and you can have the debate about star wars at some point <laughs> Because I do agree with well, some of what you say, but also at the same time, I disagree with I'm going to protect my franchise. Um, <laughs> I've been a Star Wars fan since I was a very small child to get an entire <laughs> bookshelf of uh, Star Wars merchandise here. So, um, Lindsay, one thing I want to ask you is, what did you, did you think that it was successful? If it is a commentary on 
the the art form, right? If it is actually a commentary on the art form, do you think it was successful? Come on. Um, I Come think on. it's well, it's one of those. It's kind of on this like strange line because it has been so long since this uh, the first trilogy came out. Twenty years. And the trilogy, even though it's it's the Matrix, is one of those trilogies that everybody knows about. But not a lot of people actually go back and watch unless they were watching it at the time it came out. Because mm-hmm. it is a very niche uh, genre and a very niche story. So people kind of know the gist of what's going on, but they don't watch it. So, like, I, I was having this conversation with my coworkers literally two or three days ago and uh, over lunch. And half of us have actually watched the movies when they came out or shortly thereafter because mm-hmm. we're old enough to have and then we have a, a couple of younger work uh, co-workers who've never watched it before and this was their introduction to the matrix wow and so for people that have watched the matrix i think it can potentially be successful because if you watched it and you're going choosing to go back and rewatch or watch this then that means that you probably liked the matrix enough to understand some stuff and you can see this commentary if this is your introduction then it makes absolutely no sense and you're probably not going to pick up that commentary Mm -hmm. um even if you like binge watch the three movies and then go into this one you may not pick it up because you haven't had time to sit with it so i think it is again can be very successful can completely fly over some people's heads i think they could have done some things to make this commentary a little bit more clear Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. to even delineate a little bit more between this thank you for loving these characters that we created and we love as well but here is what we think about you like not letting it die when the studio is not letting it die um and how much of that was because of how Lana came into this movie? Because she was not interested until she had some deaths in the family, from mm-hmm. what I understand. So there was tragedy that prompted her to go into this. Right. How much of this is because it was only not Lana and not Lana and Lily together? Um, and how much of this was back and forth between Lana and was it Warner Brothers is the, the company behind this one? Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. Uh, so there's a lot of like little minute details that probably affected the success of it. But it is an interesting commentary in this time that we're living in, both in movies and in video games, because we talked about the Final Fantasy VII remake and some uh-huh. of this discussion around it goes into the Final Fantasy remakes and stuff um, of this like- yeah. Don't you do it, so Richie in- Bobby. Don't, don't don't you do it being so in love with these things and not letting it die and not letting these characters that you there's a a film critic and and uh academic that had a really interesting quote and let me just get through this and i'll be done with my like little spiel um but she's she i don't remember the exact phrasing but she says it's ironic that so many of these characters that we love are going through stories that are telling us that if you just have enough willpower, if you just try enough, you kind of blow up these obstacles and then you overcome it and you're done with it. And yet we keep dragging them back into the spiral of the same trauma in the story over and over and over again, because we love them so much, we won't let them get over it. 
I mean, it comes it, down to the the myth of Superman, right? There's a famous mm-hmm. article written about how comic book characters can't die because they're so right. integral to our right. history, like our, our national identity. We need these heroes to go on because if they don't, that they're, they're, they're too important to us, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. become so they become so part of our national heritage, it, just like Sherlock Holmes, or even if you want to go Jesus, like like they're 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 so mm. integral to who we are as a right. people that we they can't die. We we need them to go on. And I wonder if the Matrix, the storyline, and the characters are attached to it hasn't become, in some ways, kind of that one of those superhero figures for like sci-fi, cyberpunk type genres. We can't let them die. It is now right. this like cornerstone that will forever be there. Hmm. All right, we'll go ahead and move on to Carrie. Carrie, I want to get your thoughts on this. What's your number one thing you want to talk about for the Matrix? Resurrections. Uh, mine's in the same vein as everyone else's it's story, or rather story structure. Um, I personally think all movies are better as TV shows. Boom. And I, was, I was racking my brain because yep. like, it, it has been 20 years, and I, like, I don't know who the audience for this is and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like because i I, wa- I watched these movies the, the first go around and i sat with my brother as we played all of the video games for right. hours and hours and i i don't know who this is for and i i i get the meta commentary that's some of my favorite parts and uh to to your point Lindsay, i i'm more interested in all of the conversations behind the scenes mm-hmm. because I want to know I want to know like what happened in those meeting rooms like like what happened because like we have the scene with Neo with uh, Agent Smith like having that conversation Warner Brothers wants to make a sequel it's going to happen with or without us so we just need to make a decision so I'm like I, I need to know how true that is well, the, the, I think the director actually said that he they had full on movies planned already. They already had it all plotted out until Lana came in at just the right time that she was able to change the writing. And I'm glad you said that because I because I really I, I really did not like this, and I tried. It 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 really bothered me. I was like, if they like did like a mini series like a handful of episodes, like stretched it out. Like I wanted to see more. Yeah, yes, it's, it's exactly. Take take Bugs, take her on that freaking journey, right? Yeah. And and because there were a lot of there are a lot of things that happened. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. But then we move into a different thing. Right. I was like, no, exactly. no, go, go, go back. Go go back to that other thing. And yes. so that that uh that that really bothered me. The um when uh the analyst is talking about actually resurrecting them and we get to see a, a bit of that process. Yeah. Like the, it, yeah. To, to me, it feels really cheap that Neo and Trinity got put back together and we didn't get to see those characters sit with that and yeah. like figure that yeah. out. Like I, to me, that's a much more interesting story and I, yes. that's what I wanted to see. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I actually agree with a lot of you said there. So um, 
I agree with you. And I was actually going to mention some of this, but I'll mention one thing that I wasn't going to mention before that you kind of remind me of kind of going off of what you said about more interesting elements that they really don't even go into that much, or it just becomes backstory. I want to know about this robot civil war that happened. Right. That right. is yes. far more interesting they, they than anything about it. else. Yeah, the they talked about it in the Animatrix. Like they could have even gone as far as done a prequel instead and had the anim talked about more stuff in the Animatrix when they said when they blacked out the sky and all the other good stuff and and or for that matter how they rebuilt not Zion but the new place that they're at. They yeah. didn't talk about none of that stuff there. So uh, so I'm with you on that. I was gonna say that later, but it it does need to be a TV show. I'm I'm yeah, definitely yeah, well, for that. And I do um, wonder how much of this, although is possibly them trying to lead us to buy the new Matrix game that's coming out. Because I wonder oh, if they're is it not- really, there's a new game coming yeah, out? Yeah, The Matrix yeah. Awakens. Yeah. I don't well, know when it's supposed to be, I know like next to nothing about it, but I wonder if they're not trying, because- They it's, probably it's are. Because, because you know, like stuff like The Matrix, you know, Star Wars, Star Trek, you, you name the sci-fi thing. It's He-Man for adults, you know? And the reason why they made toys uh, they, they made the toy specifically for you to watch the cartoon and you made the cartoon specifically so you can buy the toys and look, he's looking at his toys there, you know, and it would say the same, <laughs> you would say the same thing about Marvel and all these other stuff, all these other movies, how, 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 how much, how, how many, how much merchandise, how many video games, how many toys are being produced so that this cash cow can, can, can continue to produce cows. They're going to continue to milk it as much as they can. I mean, imagine how much money they made over the past 20 years after they after they ended the, the last movie. And now they're going back like, wait, hold on. Uh, we need to feed our cow again so it can produce some milk, you know. And I think that's I think that's kind of what's going on there. It's like, yo. Let's we we here here goes the video game we see because there's a resurgence and I wouldn't say resurgence but the the industry figured out the formula for video games before they 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 didn't you remember the video game crash of 19 whatever right and now the industry figured out how to sell video games and continue to let them be good while at the same time um, hiking up the prices we're buying digital games that are that are still 60 70 80 bucks and there's no physical copy there, you know? So they're still milking milking us um, for what it is. So I think that's what, I'm with you, Lindsay. I'm, I think that's probably what they're doing also is trying to get as much money out, uh, out of the consumer and out of the fans as possible. I wonder uh, well, if that's cool. why they like sort of made him a game developer. That, that might be it, to be more, a little bit more relatable. Who knows? All right. Well, excellent. Fantastic. So, Asa, we'll go ahead and get to you. Is there any comments on our on our YouTube channel so far? Anything like that going on? No? Just Candace. Happy New Year. Okay. She's watching <laughs> with the fam. Year, Candace. <laughs> All right. So, Asa, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> okay. I will say this. I love Keanu Reeves. Okay. I love Neil Patrick Harris. Okay. He did a great job. He did a phenomenal job. Um, right, now hit me with the negative stuff. <laughs> Neo is dead. Trinity is dead. They could have done so much with this storyline. Bugs would have been an amazing main character. Um, 
When you talk about the hero complex and how you want all these heroes to stay alive, like Superman and Batman, mm-hmm. and how you keep rewriting all these stories, I don't think the hero in this story would have been Neo or Trinity. I think the hero in this story is the Matrix. That's what you need to keep going. That's what needs to, you know... <sighs> mm. Okay, so what I would have done... <laughs> like, It's just so complicated. Like, Did I enjoy the movie? As a as a movie itself, sure, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a great job. I think Keanu Reeves did a phenomenal job. I thought Neil Patrick Harris. I think everybody did a phenomenal job mm-hmm. doing what they did, mm-hmm. doing what they were given. Okay, they mm-hmm. they were handed a script, they were told to do it, and they did it flawlessly. Like they right. they did what they could. You know, that's it's right. not on their fault at all. Whoever was in charge of the story with this movie bombed it. That was a terrible, terrible idea. Um, what I think they should have done, and I'm kind of agreeing with the whole, they pushed Neo or Mr. Anderson being a video game, you know, like graphic designer, you know, man. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. they pushed it and they pushed it and they pushed it and they pushed it so many times that I noticed it. I was like, okay, we get he's a game designer. I got right. you. What are you trying to tell us here? Like, right. I really feel like the next story in this chapter is going to be in a video game, which if that's the way they were going, that's fine. But Neo is dead, guys. Let him die. Just let him. He's fine. He saved the world. He did all the stuff. If you want to bring back the Matrix, great. Fantastic. Neil Patrick Harris is a phenomenal villain in this. Yes, he is. I thought he did great like i was so excited when i saw two of my favorite actors like like across the table right from each other i was like this is gonna be so awesome you know but neo it didn't need to be neo it it, it just it just didn't and they could have taken like a reboot of okay well the matrix is, the matrix is back it has been redone it's been rewritten because the matrix doesn't end you know, the Matrix keeps right, going. Exactly. The yeah. Matrix just keeps rolling over and rolling over. Right. And, and Neo right. saving, you know, everybody from the machine wars. I mean, let's be honest, that could have just been temporary. You yeah. know, like that was just right. another yeah. outcome. And right. Bugs could have been the one. The, the new one, right. Could have been the exactly. new one. The second and, coming. But I think it, it, since they went on this story which, I mean, you can't change it now. Since they went on this story, the thing I think that bugged me the most (laughs) was at the very end is that they made it look like Trinity was the one where she got all the flying powers and she got all the, you know, like, I'm like, I'm glad you're trying. Where where did that come from? Like, where did this come from? Like, Come on, mm-hmm. like right, right at the close to the end when Neo tried to do the fly thing, where he's like, like, oh, that's not going to happen. Like he should have just took off right then. Like mm-hmm. it should have been like he's already had mm-hmm. the he's already had the battle with with um, right. uh, Amorpheus, and he's already had you know he's already been in it for so long, and you know I think it's it's about time where you've you found yourself. You know, it's like, oh, I found myself. Okay, it's time to fly. Boom. You know, oh, I remember this. And oh, I remember that. Like, it's, right, you're right, already right. starting to, like, remember who you are. It's like, if you're going for this storyline, like, right then, it should have been, that should have been the badass scene where he took off, 
decimated everybody and go on from there. But at the very end, it was like, oh, Trinity, oh, I got this. Right. Boom. Shoo. You know, I'm like, come on. That right. was, that ticked me off more than anything because Trinity is not the one. Neo was the one. Okay. Like, I'll buy that. Yeah. I mean, does that make sense? Like, they wrote it no, to no. where Neo was the savior, savior of the Matrix, not Trinity. Not, not both of them together. Okay. Not both of them together. Neo. Okay. Like, that was it. Like, if it was going to be the dynamic duo to begin with, they should have wrote that it's, to begin right, with, but right, they didn't. Right. So right. I think that's what. Well, but I think, I think that goes to Carrie's point there. It's like, no, there needed to be a whole lot more explanation to a lot of that stuff that, mm-hmm. that was there. Um, but again, I'll still argue. Doesn't mean it wasn't enjoyable. I still enjoyed it. It's, it but, was enjoyable. I just don't think it, I think it was a good movie, but it was not necessary for the story they went to. Right. Could right. have been, they could have left Keanu Reeves and Carrie, uh, I can't remember last name, uh, two completely out of it. They could just... Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Didn't even need them. Right. Yeah. Just. just I mean, shoot, look look what they did with Morpheus. I'm like, yeah. yo, that, that was freaking genius. I was just like, sure. boom. Oh, yeah. Good, good freaking job on the reset there. Mm-hmm. That was a great reset, you know? So sure. that's an easy way to explain that away. And know? they even had the statue. Yes, Morpheus 1.0. I mean, it was right there. Right, right, absolutely. That was fun. But 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 even then, to 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 the other point, I think some of this is also they had two Matrix games, right? They had Enter the Matrix and they had Matrix Online. Um, Enter the Matrix, it wasn't a failure, but it um, but it 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 didn't it had a lot. It was glitchy, right? And then we had Enter the Matrix that was supposed to be the sci-fi, you know, the sci-fi version of World of Warcraft, and it kind of fell flat on its face. So I think they saw, like, the potential, especially with what's going on with Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, um, and you're talking about metaverse-type stuff. I think that's kind of, like, the direction they're going in with this They could have completely left this movie out. And let let that be told in the game. And let it be told in a video game. I think think the Matrix as a video game, if they approached it as an Assassin's Creed, an action adventure game with a never ending, (sighs) like, because if you look at, okay, I'm I'm bringing up Assassin's Creed again. Lindsay was talking about Valhalla earlier, but if you look at Assassin's Creed Odyssey's quests, like system and how that works, it, it doesn't end. Like, they can just right, keep yes, going. Absolutely. Like, they don't ever end. And I think... Like Pokemon. Yeah. And I think if the Matrix would have taken that as just a complete video game and have your main story and all your little side stories, and then once you hit end game, there's a ton of end game because end game never it, ends. Right. You got, right? Re, got replay value. You right. just hit prestige. And so they you, could all, have all your made, stuff's gone and you start... Yeah. Um, ass ton of money from that they right. could have just raked it in right absolutely in their thrones and they could have just been holding all the money like yes. cosmetics i smell it cosmetics and all the other stuff i mean they could have just went with it but they decided to fail it in the movie so did i hate right. the movie uh, no no i did not hate all right, the so movie. very good so that was our we all did one right we're, we're doing two more we might have to stick with just we're, one more we're already at an hour and six right now Anthony. all right so oh. so what one, one thing maybe we'll just do one more we'll have one more thing that we want to say there's a couple of things that i did want to say um but i want to go ahead and move my third one up uh because uh th- this is this is my opinion on the on the matrix resurrections 
is I liked elements of the film. However, the different elements I liked don't are not compatible with each other. Mm-hmm. So I like this mm-hmm. part of the film. And if yeah. you were going to go with that, go, go, go with, with it that. for the whole film. Right. right. You know, I, right. I like right. this element of the film, but if you're going to go with that, go with that for the entire film. Right. So this is my, so I talked about the meta commentary and how I sort of like that. If you were going to do a whole film on that, I actually would have been on board. Now this is going to be my other, like if, so this is the other thing I'm going to talk about, because if you want to do, if, if you want to do this, then the whole film needs to be this. And I'm going to 100% disagree with acid. I loved the idea that Trinity, not Trinity, but the couple were the one and not Neo. That makes so much more sense. It does not. Right. And yes, it's a, (laughs) it's a retcon. And yes, it is a complete retcon because yes, in the, in the film and matrix and matrix, all the, all the three films, Yes, he's sort of like he's clearly the one. Anthony However, believes in true love, ladies he, and gentlemen. Right, he, he <laughs> wasn't able to fully you, function until he got with Trinity. Like his yeah, full power you, was recognized when he went with her. All right. If I, you I, I go back, if you if you, you including this particular film, if you go back and rewatch them after what we just saw in this film, then it's the the love between the two which gave him the power. And you can clearly see that throughout the whole franchise, right? And you know what? I liked it because right. the, I, the, the one in the Matrix is such a cliche thing now. It's, it's, it's so Everybody's like, the one. Everyone's doing it. Like so even in Dune, although it, the, the books are a little bit different, but like there's so many of like the right. characters, like you're destined to be- Highlander. Highlander, Mortal, Co- Mortal Star- Kombat, Star Wars, Mortal Kombat, all of these films where you have this one character who has this inherent power, who's trying to figure himself out, and then he gets the power, and then he mm-hmm. wins. Yeah, I, that we've we've heard this story. Right. However, if you make it to where no, it's not just Neo; it's the two of them together. There's mm-hmm. a couple things that happen, and then mm-hmm. what ends up happening is I feel like rings should be involved when you do. This. There are clear <laughs> limitations to the hold on, hold on, acid, hold on. Then there are clear limitations <laughs> to the power. Right. right. Yeah. 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 Because if you separate the two, that makes it so much more interesting, interesting. of a story. Right. Right. If you I'll are somehow that. able to separate them, then you mm-hmm. completely negate the power. That makes it so much more interesting, right? right. It also makes sense in terms of like how this was not uh, expected, right? The, the like this particular um, a code, like this particular event, was never supposed to happen, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just the, the love between the two characters which gave them the power. So it makes total sense. And okay. It's a- All right. Look, why, why, why don't you just expand it a little more? Why don't you just say that, okay, well, Trinity is part of this power. Why don't you say Morpheus is part of this power because he found Neo? Why don't you say that Cypher is Bugs, part of this power Bugs, Bugs because too. he's the yeah. one that betrayed them all? Like, why don't you just link all these powers together in order to make Neo the one because none of this would have happened without any of them? Here, I'll answer that question. Because Neo was never supposed to be the actual one. It was a, it was a myth. But the, the love between the two characters <laughs> made the story real. Oh, With right? the help of everyone else. 
right? So, so, so Morpheus. So this is an Avengers type thing. Is that what you're saying? So Morpheus was attempting. (laughs) What I'm trying to say, what I'm trying to say is if you were going to go this route, you should have started from the very beginning, right? So Trinity should have already started to like, you should have already started hinting towards this from the very beginning of the film that, Mm -hmm. Hey, look, all of your expectations of who the one was, was kind of wrong from the very beginning. So once again, either you do the meta commentary or you do the Trinity. Yeah, you got to you got to pick couple. one, right? You do the power couple story. So, so overall, you're saying pick one. Exactly. Yeah. So, and go go. You know, Lindsay, we'll go ahead. Go go to you. Yeah. So like, I'm sorry. I'm going to cut in front of you, CJ, for this one. No, no, no. You're same, fine. It's in the same you're, vein. You're, as you're this. fine because I'm gonna, I'm going to piss y'all off again. Because it's not. <laughs> To me, it's not necessarily a story of true love. I did Thank like you. Trinity having this, though, because to me, it's not necessarily like Neo was the one, but this isn't really Neo anymore. He is dead, resurrected by a machine, and mm-hmm. has been reprogrammed by the machine a few times mm-hmm. because he gets close. Which shouldn't this even is- happen to begin with. Well, let's just yeah so that's like a a contradiction in in the lore retconning stuff but because it is in there it is now telling you okay so this is no longer neo however the connection between these two is enough to power this entire matrix that they have now made it is the cornerstone of the entire matrix so that is how they're being able to break things and redo things and mess with the code to get these powers. So to me, it makes sense that they have kind of this split of the powers. He has this like force field ability that he now has instead of bullet time. She's able to fly. And eventually it looks like they both get all of the powers by the end of the movie when they fly off together. So to me, I appreciated it because it, it's it, that was the breadcrumb trail that I was following again admittedly through this the movie kind of being disjointed at times um but that was the breadcrumb trail that i followed and i was like that makes sense and i like that Mm. because no longer the same people it Mm -hmm. is not it is a again kind of a christ allegory but they've moved a little bit away from the christ allegory right um in this movie Mm -hmm. and um which they needed to do yeah they needed to do. It's been overdone at this point with all right. of the big franchises. Like freaking with the, what's that freaking secret closet movie? Narnia? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Jesus well, Christ. Of course, that's... The secret closet movie <laughs> Narnia. I, I, that I, is I, the I, best I, description of the film. The secret closet movie. But to me, I did like that. And it is... It also is, plays into the growing kind of theme that you see with Keanu Reeves movies of him acknowledging his age as he's moving forward. Yeah. Uh, this this is also a story of somebody, of a man acknowledging he is now older. He has lost a step, but now he has a partner that is able to help balance help everything him. out. Um, when they um, When they remake The Karate Kid in 20 years... Uh, Keanu Reeves will be Mr. Miyagi. I will throw that one out there right now. I I would watch it. Um, (laughs) But so that I did appreciate that. And so that was like one of the things I was going to talk about. And I'm just going to throw this like last thing and cheat my third thing because it's a very easy small thing. 
I just really enjoyed that it was also kind of a Sense8 reunion. Um, I love the Sense8 TV series, and there's like four or five actors that was brought in from that into this movie. So it's kind of, you can see the Wachowskis having this like cult of like actors that follows them from project to project forming, Mm -hmm. just like um, Mm -hmm. you have with uh, Wes Anderson of this like group of actors that follows him from project to project. And so that was a nice, fun little Easter egg for Wachowski fans of seeing mm-hmm. these actors in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's my, I overall kind of like you said, Acid, good movie for just film goer. Yeah. Mixed opinions as a Matrix fan. Um, and very much, I see them laying the tracks, even though the Wachowskis again have said they're not coming back. They said there's not a plan for a trilogy this time. They just wanted to make another one. I see. There's the, going to be another one. I, I see the the oh, railroad yeah. tracks being like laid for all just, their like, future franchising. Case. Yeah, it's, it's, the it's money. all about the money. Yeah. Let me yeah. say this one more thing before we get to MD's soul. And I, I so I, I want to defend my my defense. Of of the you've the already decision. you got your PhD. Let's move on. Okay, no, it's He's not such it's a professor. Not it's not an inherent quality that makes you the one. It's your connection with and some with other somebody. human being that, that makes, makes it powerful. But also, I also believe. Oh my gosh! All right, you love bird. Let's I go to MD. Believe, so I also believe, <laughs> let's go to CJ. Hold on, I also believe Let that, that man uh, be great. I, I wish that uh, they would have both have died. At the end of the film, they were so dead both, anyway. Okay, good. So, so Neo and Trinity needed to die, so that we could. Con- if you wanted to continue the story, you continue with the other characters. MB Soul, go right. ahead. All right. So my, my my all right. So this is this is my actual gripe. Again, as, as I said before, I love the movie. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I oh. thought it was a love letter. They're talking directly to me, so I enjoyed it. However, they did what I did not like is is they didn't acknowledge the advancement of technology. And um, I, think yes. that's, I think that's- thank you I think, saying yeah, it. I, I, I think that's a really important piece. Like even, <sighs> I'll, I'll go back to Star Wars and mess with Lindsay a little bit, but like even 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 Star Wars acknowledged the, the advancement of the technology and things things are different now. Um, so, so with the Matrix, it's been 20, there's so many, technological things that have changed they they referenced it with with morpheus or whatever with that technology however like i i think i think it was a cheap way out to say oh now we don't have to go to a telephone booth we can just jack you out or whatever that pause don't say that out loud but you know for, <laughs> <laughs> we can what was that md soul you can jack you out <laughs> right 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 I, I, you know what this disregard but <laughs> but at, but at the, at the end of the day the they they needed they really really need to put emphasis and acknowledge the the change in technology um that that was that was there um because i think i think it was cheap because the nostalgia also was the technology and having and remembering all the stuff that was back then and then with it being the matrix and their in their robots that are that are or machines or ai that's over it they could have left the matrix in the 90s and I think they should have left the Matrix in the '90s and still make reference to certain to certain things, you know, because in 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 a sense, 
it, like when that's how we are as human beings. There's a lot of people that haven't left the 60s. Everybody has that one person that they know, whether it's the lady that the diner or or whoever that's out the person, the male lady or whatever, mailman, they, they are stuck in a certain era and they refuse to leave that particular. But that having particular but state. having that moment would be a huge smile on their face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. And I think that should have been the story of where going back to Ant here is here is here is the Trinity and Neo. They're stuck in the past. They they don't understand this new matrix. They're here. They're here. They're here to help and guide you along. That's that's what our parents are for. That's what our mentors are for. But they're not here to take over. And, and and keep keep up keep with the reins and and keep up with everybody else. That's what that's why Hulk Hogan isn't successful in the WWE anymore. That's why The Rock is a movie star now and not in the WWE. So I think it's like, all right, now it's time for me to pass the torch. Here you go, Bugs. Uh, I'm I'm I'm. Thank you for taking me back out of the Matrix, and now I'm gonna be your guide. They had a Niobe with uh, Jada Pinkett's character. She was a guide and a mentor, and they should have had more of that mentorship there. Ex- not necessarily explain because we know what the technology is, but still going back, acknowledging that there's been so many in the Matrix. It's been eighty years. She said it's been eighty odds. Did she say eighty years? Yeah. So Naomi, 60, she's like a hundred yeah, years 60 old. Sixty years. Sixty years. She's like it's like she 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 needs to acknowledge that you know, hey, technology has changed. We have this. We have that. And a neo we, we all this stuff is different so that that's that's just my they they t- they touched it and got again going back to anthony pick one you, you you touched a little bit here there your knowledge right there you see you see the french dude he got old um the, the agent smith <laughs> yeah, he, he had all his, <laughs> he got he old and all crazy. his upgrades he's a new handsome guy you know there's a whole lot of upgrades in the matrix that now going to carry as like no you should acknowledge that easier if you did a netflix series and so so that you can be successful and then going to Lindsay, it's like star wars did it they they cut they filled a whole lot of plot holes by having the animated series of course the matrix had the books but you know animated series they had all sorts of tv shows nobody they had all sorts books. of specials come on <laughs> well, yeah but that's 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 what i think uh i still love the matrix i'm going to continue to love the matrix um, but as a fan, of course, I'm going to say the things that I would like to see and, st- and to make it that much more better. You know, I don't think that was good grammar, but I'm sorry. But, <laughs> no, but, no I, I think we all sort of I think we so all, all sort of agree on one thing is that we've one, one thing that we enjoyed about it was like the the extension of the Matrix mythology. In terms yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. This is where we're at now. We were here then, but now, look, things are far more complicated because there was a civil war that happened, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now robots are on our side now. Right, yeah. yeah. They didn't I, that's, that's a whole movie by itself. Exactly. Well, I am more on Carrie's side with make this stuff like, like you were saying, a Netflix series. Yeah, yeah. It could go on like The Witcher, like just go. It could go know? forever. It could yes. go forever. I mean, you'd never yeah. be able to end this thing. Carrie I mean, Grey's Anatomy's been on for how long? Like seventeen years. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> that's 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 shout out to my wife there. But like, <laughs> I've good. I've started watching like Witcher season two, and like it's just like this those kind of things. I mean, you could have done The Matrix with that easily, easily. Right. 
without right. having to do this movie and with all new characters and no one would have been mad at all. So, well, shoot, the template is the Hobbit in the Lord of the Rings and, and shows and for that matter, Marvel, those are the templates. I don't know why they don't use things that are guaranteed cash cows and also keep the fans happy. All right. Well, fantastic. Excellent. So, uh, Carrie, we'll go ahead and get to you. Uh, what's one thing you want to talk about? What's your second uh, thing and final thing <laughs> that you want to talk about? Well, all of my things have been said, which was the next thing, the technology. And, uh, yeah, they, they didn't acknowledge any of the new and changing technology. Uh, and having, because I was, I was having another conversation with my sister about this. And I was like, wouldn't it have been fun if they had just done, like, Children of the Matrix? Like, acknowledge the new generation. Like, let's go forward. Mm-hmm. And like even have like Neo be a residual programming. He can't come into this next thing because the programming doesn't match up with the new thing. Right. Oh my goodness. Thank you. Like my my brain has been racing with just uh, story ideas. And I'm just like, I'm bothered because they keep, they keep stopping short of everything. Right. Um, Like they didn't need George Lucas to continue Star Wars. They don't need, uh, uh, it, oh, I digress. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. They they don't. And I think a lot of fans are, and e- even not fans, just like storytellers in general, filmmakers in general are smart enough to figure it out. Yes. Yes. And like even even if you even if you did an episode, and just have that episode be those people in the room talking through well how do we do this how how do we get to the next part well that doesn't make sense because we did this in this movie all these years ago right and just have them like continue that meta commentary all the way throughout yeah like pull, pull freaking vegeta let me tell you how i became a saiyan hey Kakarot, i would you know you do one of those things man <laughs> it yeah to me it would have been much more interesting um I think the last thing is, and and I'll probably upset you all, is that I did not like Neil Patrick Harris in this movie. Oh, really? What was the reason no. you didn't like him? I I don't. I <laughs> He's got his sleeves. sleeves. I can't I can't put my finger on it. It's because I, 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 I knew I knew it was I I love him as well, but I knew it was Neil Patrick Harris, and I I didn't buy it. I who who would it. you have put in that role? You know, and 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 this is interesting because I was like, they're bringing back these characters, but not these characters. So I'm just like, I'm getting good close been, up too. Like, who, who I was like, wouldn't it have been fun if you know, like, he sheds off that Neil Patrick Harris persona and it's Lawrence Fishburne up under there? That'd be crazy. That'd like, wouldn't nuts. it have been fun? Like, or that would like have been something, nuts. or no. or you bring <laughs> that back would not Hugo have been Weaving. Fun. <laughs> I was oh, like, sorry. is Hugo Weaving up under there? I was like, because I like I I I bought it for like a minute, and then I was just like, no, I don't I don't see him as this villain. I don't I don't get it. If, if, well, number one, Hugo Weaving flat out refused to return to this. They asked him. They tried really hard to get him to oh. come back for something. He flat out refused. Why, why did, so, did did he say why? 
Uh, I don't think he said it in this in what I was reading. It probably will come out though eventually, mm-hmm. as all things do. Because they didn't give him twenty million dollars. Um, I, th- right, I think Hugo <laughs> Weaving is one of those one of those actors where once he does something, he's done. Like he's not gonna like. Obviously, he never came back for uh, in, in in game to reprise his role as Red Skull. Like once he's done, you're right. Yeah, you're right. He's done. Like he's not but, going back. He hasn't been but, in any more Lord of the Rings. He was in The Hobbit. He, did he did he come back on the Hobbit? I thought yeah. he was in the Hobbit. That's yeah, right. he yeah. was. Okay, um, my bad. Stop yelling at me. But uh, I I do kind of see where you're going. Like I like Neil Patrick Harris in this. However, Neil Patrick Harris has become kind of typecast in some ways as the like bad guy. Like I think I'm smarter than you, bad guy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so, and he is such a good actor that he can do a lot more than that. But he's just doing that so all the well, time. Though. So I, he, 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 yes, he does a very good job of it. So it is Snooty. is it that like like catch twenty two of he does it so good that you enjoy it, but then at the same time it's like I would like to see you do something. Else. I mean, but but technically he was kind of groomed to be that way. I mean, with him being Dookie Hauser, it was just <laughs> only natural that hey, I'm this smart kid. You know, everybody praised me, and then he's growing. But how cocky he was, and how I met your mother was so good. Like how cocky he was. Like that was amazing. Yeah, he was groomed to be a cocky type guy. You know, in the in the movies, you know, in the shows. And some of his like Tony performances that he did, like during, like right before the awards and stuff, were so good. Like or series of unfortunate events. I loved him in that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was, and, it was great. I mean, if they would have just done a, a TV show and like yep. gave us an episode with his backstory, and right? Then you yes, get, get yeah, to yeah. see it, and you get to see all the decisions. And he then made. it's a little bit more believable. I get you exactly. I got you. Exactly. I still believed it, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, very good. I, I think we all sort of agree that there are elements of the film that we wish were extended longer. And we right. had like there was more time to sort of develop those ideas rather than being in a lot of ways like this sort of like this assortment of different ideas that didn't really come together very well. But we'll go ahead and ask that we'll go ahead and get to you. What's what's your last thing you want to mention? All right, this mention? is the last thing I'll say. That's pretty quick. Um, me being the last person. Screw you all. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this should have just been a video game. Um, I don't think it should have been a movie at all. I think they could have done a better job with it narratively as a action adventure RPG ish style. MMO. Um, I don't want to say MMO MMOs. MMOs are going bye-bye very soon. Um, with the fall of New World, um, I don't think Ashes of Creation is going to do very well. WoW's dead, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I think MMOs are kind of falling. But anyway, um, I think this would have done better as a more interactive entertainment as far as just a visual entertainment being, you know, right. being a movie or whatever. I think um, if you – and you could even done like a create a character type situation with one of these – uh, with with this video game, mm-hmm. where you could have made yourself, you know, or you know, some hero that you you know that you see, and then that story could have continued on from how they're doing it now, DLC to DLC to add on to cosmetic to whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I think they should have just 
not even done this movie at all. Grant, I'm not saying I didn't. I'm not saying I hated it at all. I mean, I think it was it was entertaining right. to me. Right. Um, but I think it would have been more entertaining as something I could have been in as you know as much as I love video games, something I could have been a part of something I could have submerged myself in. Exactly. Something I I could have just, you know, made my own character, did the things that they, you know, threw at me and that kind of stuff. So yeah, that'll, that'll be my my final say. This should have been a video game, not a movie. I'll buy that. All right. Well, very good. I think we sort of talked about the matrix resurrections enough. Fantastic. I will say this one final thing that I'll say about the uh, Matrix Resurrections is the fight scenes were kind of boring. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I, I felt like they right. were really interesting. There were John Wick fight scenes are more entertaining than any of the fight scenes yes. in this particular film. Final well, Fantasy Seven remake were like way up here. Though. Fight scenes, were you know. Better. So <laughs> it's like I don't think they could have done anything <laughs> to satisfy anybody, knowing that one of the best cinematic fight scenes was on the road in um, Matrix Reloaded, right? When they were fighting yeah. on the road with the Ghost Brothers, they were jumping on cars. Oh. That was by where far. Where were they at? Where were E2? Where I know, right? Like, where were they at, man? It, it, I was like, waiting. Was by far. So there's nothing I love that can top it. It's almost like saying, you know, Jackie, you know, Jackie Chan in his movies, he's never going to be Jackie Chan that he was yeah. before. And you have all these expectations of a Jackie Chan movie. You're just not going to get it. It, it, it is what you're not going to get another Jet Li, you know, once upon a time in China type of movie. Is, is it that? I can't remember. And neither here nor there. But you get what I'm saying. It's like it's, we're just not going to get because our expectations. Where was the key maker? Where was, you know, I mean, they were just opening doors for no reason. Like, oh, <laughs> didn't even need a key maker. Just, oh, we're going to go through this door right, right here. They didn't acknowledge the technology. I'm like, geez, right. man. Yeah. So I, I don't think like, and, and then there was only one fight scene. It's like. Like major fight scene. There was only yeah. one major fight scene. Yeah. It's like, come on, bro. All right. Well, I did like good. that. Excellent. He kicked his jaw off at the end. <laughs> that was cool. As you oh, can wow. see, the bags under Anthony's eyes. He is tired and ready to go to bed. As you can tell. Oh, but yeah. So by the way, we're Are done, you done with okay. the white claw surge. You're done with your white claw. So we know that that is the end of the episode. Uh, for he finished uh, that an MD, hour ago. <laughs> for MD Soul, for Carrie Folks, for Lindsay, for Acid Train, I'm Anthony Nanar. That is our episode. Thank you for listening. Well, listen to us on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out on YouTube and Twitch. Goodbye, everybody. See ya.